Welcome back, podcast friends, to I Am Healthy and Fit. I Am Healthy and Fit is the affirmation that begins changing your health and fitness from the inside out. I'm Steve Jordan, your health and fitness coach. Welcome to I Am Healthy and Fit, the podcast that changes your life from the inside out. If you don't believe it, you can't achieve it. I'm really excited beyond any other episodes today for you to get to know Donovan Vreens McGrath and to learn how to amp up your meditation. Donovan is a special, unique individual, someone with light and energy that radiates through the line. He's somebody that touched my life when I went to a class that he taught at one of these Los Angeles locations that are specific for meditating. So it's like a yoga location, but it's for meditation. And I happened to just join one of his classes and he resonated with me and I had to share him with, with you all. I needed him to be on this podcast. And with that, without hesitation, he said, absolutely. And, uh, you know, meditation has been around for a long time. He's going to get a little bit into that history about it, which I'm Uh, I was eager to learn about, and uh, you know, meditation is not going anywhere. It's now being accepted by the medical profession as an alternative form of healing, healing cancers and other debilitating life-altering diseases, and it really has a profound impact. This is an episode you don't want to take lightly. Meditation is something you can do anywhere. Focusing on your breath, focusing on a mantra, a word, very much like I am healthy and fit mantra. Right? That's more of an outward form of meditation in the practice in which I present it. But this is something that you can do anywhere at any time that will have life-altering effects on your mind, your body, and your soul and spirit. You can help lower blood pressure. You can improve your blood circulation and on and on. In the end, Donovan takes us through a five-minute meditation that you cannot miss. You can actually go back and repeat it uh, over and over again on a daily basis, which I highly recommend you do. Um, It's a quick, easy fix uh, to reboot, recharge, and unplug so that you have more life and energy and you feel great. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce you to Donovan Vreens McGrath. Amp up your meditation. Welcome back, everybody, to I Am Healthy and Fit. I'm excited to introduce you today, a meditation guru, somebody that I met recently at a meditation center here in Los Angeles called Unplug. Unplug is uh, it's a brand that's been around for a couple of years now. A woman created this location where, almost like a yoga center, but it's a meditation center. Uh, this is the newest location in Melro- on Melrose uh, Avenue in West Hollywood. And I decided to go because a friend of mine lived in the local area and suggested that I go. I walked in um, knowing that like meditation is great. I love meditation, been doing it on and off for a long time now, probably about eight years or so. Sometimes I'm in it, you know, for months at a time. Other times I'm in it for a couple days at a time. You know, it's an ebbs and flow. But when I am in it, I really feel good. So I figured, why not find coach? Why not participate in this and find uh, a way to be more consistent? So I walk into this class Thursday morning, 9.30, and Donovan is teaching, and he starts off with his introduction, and his voice just like, it, you'll hear it in a second, it just resonated right through me. 
um, and it sent vibrations, only good vibrations, and I knew that this was gonna be a great class. By the end of the class, I knew that this was an, an outstanding class, one of the best ones I had ever taken, and I felt like I was on my path to meditating again. Uh, however, towards the end, what really like incited me and made me think that this would be a great podcast interview is he used a mantra called I am healthy. And in that moment, I was like, ding, 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 the light went on and I said, I gotta talk to Donovan at the end of class and ask him to be on my podcast. I am healthy and fit, as you know, is the mantra that I use, that's the title of my book and the title of this podcast, to help change the way you think. If you don't believe it, you don't achieve it. And that is a fact, my friends. And here, without further ado, is Donovan Breens McGrath. Welcome, Donovan. Thank and you, Steve. Thank you. Good to be here with you. You can tell his voice already, I hope, has a, uh, a good vibration through you as well. All right. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> Donovan, uh, what is meditation? What is, what is it? Well, meditation, I would say, is full absorption. Full absorption in the moment. So there are many, that doesn't mean when you sit down, that happens automatically. Um, oftentimes you are aware of the fluctuations of the mind and the movement and the rotation of those sensations of the brain. Um, but oftentimes you give your mind a place to focus, a place of concentration. And it's through that concentration and one-pointed focus that you could potentially get into the state of full meditation, which is absorption, mm. full absorption in the moment. I love that. You know what? Just you saying that, and you could probably hear my voice, has actually settled down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was a little anxious uh, <laughs> interviewing right now. We're sitting here face to face, and um, I want to do really good. I want to make this a really good podcast because I know how beneficial this will be for the listeners. So um, I was a little anxious and nervous, like those pre pre-game butterflies, yeah. uh, but you just put my mind and my presence at ease right there, just in that little introduction. Well, it's magic. It really is. Meditation is uh, uh, magic because it's something so simple, right? And mm -hmm. something you can do anywhere and you can always access it, right. but we don't. Why? Well, there's a lot of distraction, there's a lot of excuses, and there's a lot of ideas of what meditation is. And people struggle with it. So they sit down to do it, and um, they feel frustrated because they feel that they should be able to stop their mind. So they work very, very hard at stopping the mind, which gets them more engaged, and the mind doesn't stop, which could potentially make them more frustrated. So maybe, at first, it doesn't feel super pleasant, if that's a possibility. So people think when they sit down, they're gonna go right into the state of ease and bliss, and that doesn't always happen. So consistency and coming back to your seat on a regular basis is very important. And um, luckily, in this time and space, in this era, um, meditation is becoming more popular. And the reason that is, is because one, it's scientifically backed all the benefits, everything that it does for you physically, mentally, and emotionally. But also there is tremendous um, tension, pressure, and stress in the world right now. And people need an outlet. People need a place to rejuvenate, to settle down, to be in the center of all those rotations and fluctuations of lives and the ups and downs, but find the equanimity and peace within themselves. So as it starts to happen, the benefits feel so good and then the consistent practice comes with ease and appreciation and joy rather than something that feels like, damn, I gotta sit down and meditate. I'm gonna do this for three minutes and then struggle through it. So, 
Yeah. So meditation doesn't have to be sitting in this Indian pose, uh, in a quiet place. You can really meditate anywhere. Is that true? That is true. Um, you know, one of the things that I do, I created something called Amplified Yoga. And in that class, in that experience, um, people would outwardly look in and think at one point we are dancing. It's a dance part of the class. But if the dance is in full absorption and unrestricted, unconstricted from the mind, flow of energy through you, and you're completely absorbed in that rhythm, then it's dhyana, and that's meditation. Mm. So yes, it can be it can be mindfulness, it could be doing the dishes, but just bringing yourself into full presence, being aware of your breath, and single-pointed focus generally helps. That concentration leads to the meditation. Mm. You know, they say, I'm an athlete, and uh, there was a really popular belief at one time, The Zone, mm -hmm. uh, a very best-selling book. And, you know, when athletes get into the zone, it would be a form of meditation because nothing else kind of exists. You're just in that moment, total absorption Indeed. in that process. Indeed. And, um, and miraculous things can also happen when you're in that state, in that moment, when you get the touchdown, when you do something extraordinary with your physical body, when you're maneuvering in a way that's not coming from an intellectual space and the mind doesn't even have the time to catch up with what's happening in that moment. So you're fully absorbed in the moment. And then you can kind of, when you're done with it, you might reflect back and be like, damn, that just happened. But while it was happening, it's a full on absorption and it's, it's a beautiful space to be in. I so extraordinary that. things can happen there. I love that. I love, I've had some of those experiences in my life and they, they do feel great. It's euphoric afterwards for mm -hmm. sure. Um, especially cause you don't even realize sometimes what's going on. Exactly. exactly. So let's get a little bit of history here. So where did meditation start? Uh, how, how did it progress to where it is today? It has it progressed? Has it changed? Where has it changed? Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question because I'm sure people were bringing themselves to meditative states from the very beginning. Um, maybe even looking into a fire as you're a caveman and just being in a state of full absorption without knowing that it was meditation. But thousands of years ago in India, the, the yogis sat and they went within themselves and they drew out an entire map of themselves uh, with subtle energy in the way that it moved through the body. They were able to see through meditative states, energy centers like the chakras and the nadis, the subtle energetic pathways that move through the body, which we have 72,000 of. Mm -hmm. Science is just beginning to catch up, but the yogis, they sat, they went inward. And what the meditation was about was about union. It was about merger of the finite, this identity, this human body, this incarnation with the infinite, with infinity, with divinity. So really it was a way to know God, whatever that means to you. And my, one of my traditions in Kundalini Yoga, God means generator, organizer, destroyer. Maybe it has a different meaning for you, but it is the great mystery. It is the bigger picture. It is all that is, all that ever was, and all that ever will be. Mm -hmm. And so that connection to that is the union, which is the yogic state, uh, which through meditation brings us to a state called ananda, which means bliss. Mm. So it's just the knowing. So then the fluctuations, the ups and downs, the wins and losses that we experience in this life become easier because you have a perspective that's much bigger because you've had the experience of connecting the finite, this identity with infinity. Mm. And so... It started very simply, and a lot of the yoga postures came later, 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 the more physical aspects that we see, but it was really just being aware, being down in your seat, and, um, and it has evolved through the ages, I guess, in many different ways, uh, but all cultures have done some type of meditation, something that would connect them to spirit. So sometimes it was done seated, sometimes maybe it was done through dance and through movement, but it was that absorption and the opening up to, 
to all that is, mm. to the infinite. Um, and now there's things going on. I mean, we have, you know, Unplug has an amazing app. So I teach meditations on the app so people can just get in on their phone. They can sit down and they can have somebody guide them and help bring them into the state. So sometimes a guided meditation or a teacher that can just bring you energetically into a more calm, easy state in the physical body and kind of guide you to that place um, can be really helpful. And so it's changed because people are more aware. Um, and there are more opportunities to study with incredible teachers and, um, and to inform ourselves and then to have the experience personally. And once the consistency continues to go with the, with the practice, the benefits just feel so wonderful. And you see and feel the difference in the way that you maneuver through the fluctuations of life that it is an absolute joy to sit down. Mm. And I do believe too, and I say this to all my students, that with consistency, sometimes all it takes, I always bring the fingertips of my hands together, the five fingertips, pressing together with equal pressure. You close your eyes, take your breath, and sometimes it's all it takes to bring yourself into that state, to bring yourself into that state of absorption, of ease, of being centered, balanced, and harmonious, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, and emotionally. It can happen in a matter of seconds. That's incredible. So you kind of answered my next question of what is the benefits. So it's ease, it's balance, it's focus, it's presence. Is there anything else that you would touch on? Well, I mean, physiologically, it helps with immunity. So there have been, you know, scientific studies that really show like your immunity is, is boosted, you know, um, your capabilities to handle the pressures and tensions of that we're all inundated with in this modern world um, become greater. So things are not, you're not being bounced around by these fluctuations. You're able to be more sort of in your solidity and strength and being grounded and centered. Um, yeah, so these are some of the benefits and just your creative capacity increases as well. So your ability to make uh, solutions to problems, things come with a greater ease. So I think and then meditations can be very specific um, where you direct the attention. So for a person that might be dealing with a broken heart, for instance, which is a real thing, you know, I always used to quote by Shakespeare, a light heart lives long. So we can do things that specifically lighten up our heart and we can do certain meditations with particular focus and uh, vibration of sound mantra that could help somebody that has de dealing with a broken heart. Mm. And so you can really start to work things very specifically to your, to your current needs as well, which is really interesting. I That's think. really cool. Are there yeah. certain vibrations or meditations that can target a certain organ like if you again broken heart or if you had maybe somebody who was depressed somebody maybe who had some kidney issues or stomach issues can you focus in on it like that target heal um yes there are certain vibrations that have uh, specific energetic reactions um and there are also placements of where you put your hands on the body and where you're putting the attention of the eyes and the energy of the eyes uh, one of the mantras i love to use is sa ta na ma it's the, the cycle of life, the cosmic cycle of life. It means birth, life, death, rebirth. And for an example, yes, there is a meditation that you can do that works with addictions. Mm. Um, that is very powerful. And so it's the repetition of that sound with the focus of your energy into the center of your brain. And um, if I could demonstrate, if you could see me, but basically you put the thumbs up to the temples and you make a fist with your hands and pressing the thumbs into the temples. And so you clench the back of your jaw, the molars, and each time you clench, you'll feel the flesh move underneath your thumbs. And each time you clench the back of the jaw and you feel that pulsation into your thumbs, you repeat the sound, sa, ta, so make a fist with the fingers, na, ma, sa, 
ta na ma. So each repetition of the sound is a clenching of the back of the jaw and that little pressing moves the skin underneath your thumbs and that energy of the vibration goes right to the center of the brain. So you can change your patterns of thought. In yoga, we call them samskara. Samskara is like a deep groove in a record. So as you repeat a pattern over and over, that groove gets deeper and deeper. And as that groove gets deeper and deeper into your habit, it's more challenging to come out. Uh, but this mantra specifically, with that specific gesture and the clenching of the uh, back of the mouth, um, works to break the samskara. So you can break patterns that are addictions and ultimately it helps you become the master of the mind. So you can stop the pattern of thought that maybe has run away with you, that carries you, even though you might observe, I shouldn't have this drink, I, I don't want to have this, I want to, but you continue to do so because you're stuck in that pattern and in that groove. So this meditation specifically can help break that pattern and break the chain of addiction. Love it. So addiction doesn't necessarily have to be the drugs or alcohol nope. or some substance, nope. it's the addiction to thoughts. And that's the idea of I am healthy and fit, because those that are challenged in those areas have addictive thought patterns that, like you said, is this broken record that's grooving into your brain, yes. and you're consistently thinking these negative thoughts. I've worked with many people, and um, my one of my latest podcasts, uh, Girls on Fire, with two girls that had tremendous transformations that used my mantra, I am healthy and fit, to help change the way they think, not just in the moment, but for life. And this is how they were gonna view their life for the rest of their lives. And when things got tough, they used this mantra. Uh, well, you and I have never talked really about this, except when I introduced myself about I am healthy and fit as yeah. mantra. In my book I wrote, uh, it's the first exercise in there. Like it's a health and fitness book. Most health and fitness books go to, you know, the diet, what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat, what yeah. you should drink, what you shouldn't drink, what kind of exercises are good for you, blah, blah, blah. But they don't necessarily go into the mind and training the mind before the body. And this book does that. Mm. And it is it starts simply by with 10 repetitions in the morning and in the evening saying, I am healthy and fit. That's all you got to do for two weeks. I am healthy and fit. I am healthy and fit. I am healthy and fit. And it sounds silly at first and you'll get used to it and you start to do that. After week two or sooner, you then, the next step is to write it down. So it's the progression. Writing it down is much harder than saying it out loud. So if we started there first, it wouldn't necessarily be as impactful. Mm. Um, however, you know, everybody has a different uh, learning capacity or they, they learn maybe faster or slower. So I say two weeks, but that's not definite. And then after writing it down 10 times in the morning, 10 times in the evening, then you say it into a mirror. And by saying it into the mirror, looking at that, that person, your friend, yourself, your, you know, the person you're supposed to love the most, mm -hmm. and saying that out loud, then becomes really challenging. Once you get into that pattern, you do this for about four weeks, along with some other exercises. There's yeah. things to do physically in there. But this is the main part to really start to create transformation, because that's where it happens on the inside first. How do you feel about this? What's your just initial, like thoughts about it good or bad well um this is what i work with in meditation and one of the points that we focus on is, is concentration concentration on the vibration of sound and so your sound is i am healthy and fit and so what you're doing is you're you're repatterning the thoughts of the brain you have the capacity so what we do when we focus our attention on a vibration of sound or a specific spot in the body is we are increasing our ability to put our mind in the direction that we want to. So if a person feels they're fat and slow, but they want to change it to I'm healthy and fit, then you continually bring that vibration back 
and you continually bring your attention back to that vibration, and that repetition of sound creates a new samskara, it creates a new groove. And so it becomes a new perspective, and then it really becomes your reality. Mm. And so that's where I think it is so impactful, because you always have the option to look at things from a different perspective. You know, they say in the Yoga Sutras, it's like, the experience is the experience. Whatever's happening in front of you, the choice is yours. The experience can be a heaven or it can be a hell. Mm. And so sometimes when our emotions and things are taken away with us, we don't really have control of our perspective of the experience. We lose control. Mm. But what we can do is we can put our mind on that focus, that repetition of sound, which you do with your clients, and change the perspective. And then we have the capacity to direct our mind on gratitude, positivity, or whatever, and then really change our reality. So you can move through life with a greater ease and that belief that you are healthy and fit. And then everything begins to support that. I think that you're putting that out energetically and so magnetically you're receiving it back. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for that feedback. So meditation is often used, and you talked about it a little bit, in sometimes negative circumstances. Broken hearts, you know, when there's loss or depression or whatnot. How can meditation be used when things are going great, right? Because sometimes when things are going great, you're... You're, you're, you're successful, your career's in the upswing, you're in a great relationship. We tend to lose sight and or focus of the tools that often people turn to when they're in a, a lull or a low state. Yes. How do you use it when you're in a high state? You just have to keep showing up because you can't be attached to the high state. Mm-hmm. No matter what, we all have to give it up at the end. So you, we can go through this life really well and with a consistent meditation, even when the things are hard, when you've come to suffer a loss, you maybe got a diagnosis or something like that. If you've been consistent with the meditation, then it's not as big of a drop into that low point. Mm. You can still stay neutral or kind of high in the situation. Um, so yeah, it's true. Like when things are going really, really well and things feel really in alignment and flow, it might be easier because people tend to go to it when they're feeling really stressed out or they're sick or they want to heal or something like that. So, you know, the fluctuations of life will surely come. There will be ups and there will be downs and not a single human being is going to go through this life without some sort of loss or some sort of heartache or disillusion or disintegration of everything they've known. Um, and that's the human experience. So hopefully you can remind yourself even in the good times Sit yourself down and uh, and keep it up. Yeah, I think it's almost even more important in the good times, you know, because you're building, you're coming from a strong, stable place, yeah. and you build on that foundation even deeper and, and thicker, so to speak, mm-hmm. and it creates more uh, resilience when at times do you know call for when you you are at a low point because it's seasonal. Everything, yes, season fluctuations, like you said. So I think that, in my personal opinion, it's probably the most important during those high times. And they keep you more stable during those high times, too, because uh, I don't know about you, but I, I, when I'm high, I'm feeling good. I like yeah. to party. I like to have a good time. Yeah, and yeah. I tend to lose sight of some of these, um, these foundation practices that I've done in the past. And uh, I'm fortunate now I've learned through wisdom and through trial and error and failures that I now do it even in the high times. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and you know, I mean, sitting down during those times too, I mean, you can uh, keep that energy and that those things that are in alignment that are working for you that create the high times, sitting down during that time when you're feeling really good will increase your 
possibility of maintaining that. Yeah. I think because you're you're sitting in, you're sitting in with yourself. You're going to truth. You're studying yourself. You're sitting, you know, and letting go of subconscious trash every time you sit down and things like that. So the things that keep you light, the things that keep you open, and the things that keep you, um, I think, magnetic because you're connected to something, you're connected to a higher truth and you're connected to, I think through the meditation, you become more of who you really are. Mm. And so when that's, when you're in that alignment, I think things tend to flow much better in life too. So mm. you are a magnet for abundance and connections with other people that will help to, um, you know, expand and, and raise your consciousness. And you, so you're attracting all those things to you. Um, but inevitably, it will go down again too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So how do you protect yourself? So, you, you know, you, you do yoga, you do mm-hmm. one-on-ones, you do group settings, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that come to you or in your classes that have heavy stuff, mm-hmm. come with heavy energy. Um, I know when I work with people one-on-one, there are certain people that I create a, a boundary around me, like a, a sort of this energy field around me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I excuse myself out of the room and kind of just come out with a different energy and feel and know that I need to stay away from them or yeah. stay a certain distance. How do you protect yourself from people who are energy suckers, so to speak? Well, I do my practice daily. Um, there are mantras that I use that specifically uh, work with that kind of energy um, and they're protective mantras. Um, but also, I just feel I have, luckily, the capacity to let things, to be sensitive. It's not that I'm in permeable I can feel and sense but I don't allow that energy to cling into me so things don't accumulate so if I do feel something like that I do a lot of things like in amplified yoga there's movement there's shaking in the body there's vocalization I let out sounds if I feel the accumulation of stress or anything like that that feels sort of negative and sticky and heavy or whatever but man sometimes it's about putting like your favorite fucking song on and like shaking your body and letting that rhythm move through you in a way that's uninhibited, unconstricted, and just, it's that absorption and the movement. And Mm -hmm. those types of things really help me. Um, Yeah, but it's also an awareness. So you are sensitive. I do believe you become more sensitized through the meditation process. And so when you feel something move through you energetically that is not optimizing your experience, then you also just have the capacity through awareness, through an exhalation, an elimination through an exhalation of, of whatever energy is um, coming into you that you don't want to keep. And it's as simple as that for me. It's like, like as if I just wiped it off my shoulder. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. What is your yeah. favorite song to let it all go? Do you have one? Man, I don't know. It's all good. I mean, yeah. I like I like uh, like house music and stuff like that. Oh, and, um, I just listened to Rufus Del Sol's new album that just came out, so I love his stuff too. Just anything that just kind of like I don't know, yeah, it just lifts me up. But that's it's just different every time. I love the drums. Yeah. I love the drums. Yeah. So like sort of just like wild drums and bass and all that kind of stuff. Just uh, that works for me. Fantastic. Yeah. So. I wanted to tell, like, I want to share with the audience a meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I, we talked a little bit before the show, in the pre-show, doing a meditation for everybody that they can use anywhere, right? Yeah. Um, at, you know, four or five minute meditation. Would this be a good time for us to go through this right now? Would you be cool yeah, with that? Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do right now is we're going to stop the Q&A. Uh, we're going to kind of go silent for now, and I'm going to direct, or actually Donovan's going to direct me, but I'm going to give him the floor here now and be able to take me through a meditation, you all through a meditation, so you can experience this right now um, and be able to always come back to this whenever you need. So 
the floor is yours, my man. All right, so wherever you are, uh, make sure you're in a safe space. Um, you could be in your car, just don't be driving or anything like that. But this is something you can do anywhere and it's very simple. So you let your physical body get very comfortable. If you're able to, you can take your hands up in front of your heart with your palms facing each other, your palms facing each other, and press all five fingertips together with equal pressure. So right away in your sensitivity, you might feel subtly that that balances the hemispheres of the brain energetically. Keep your eyes closed and drop in to the sensation of your breath. The five fingers pressing together represent earth, water, fire, air, and ether. All of these things you were made of. We're bringing them into balance within you. Be aware of the fluctuations in the movement of the mind. You're not trying to stop that. But there's a part of you that can observe that. So there's the movement and the fluctuations of the mind. And there's a part of you that can observe that. Drop deeper into the part of yourself that is the observer. We're going to put your concentration, take all those fluctuations into the vibration of sound. So imagine surrounding you, surrounding you movement, energy, circulation, galaxies, stars, planets, the universe, this planet. And with all that swirling movement and energy, there you are in the center. Balanced. Equanimous. Harmonious. All you're going to do is put the attention of your mind on the vibration of this sound. The mantra is, I am here. lovingly bring the concentration of your mind to the repetition of that sound. Each repetition lulls you into a deeper relaxation.
Let go of your concentration on that vibration of sound. Let your breath move deep into your belly. And from that space, from the second brain of the gut, feel an energy that you would like to consolidate into your body, physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically. So let a word come to you. Could be healthy, could be patient, could be loving, whatever it is for you from the gut. Without being restricted by the mind, feel the essence of the word you've chosen. Feel the energetic vibration and repeat the vibration of the sound I am and the word you chose. Press all the air out of your lungs. Take a big breath in. Hold the breath inside of you with ease and repeat the mantra I am and the word you've chosen three times. And exhale. Drop your hands down. Put a light smile on your face. And open the eyes. Here you are. I am happy. <laughs> All right. You look it. You look it. Wow. Yeah. That was awesome. Did you see a physical change in me? You look very light. You look very grounded and relaxed. Your eyes are soft but bright. You're making very direct contact with me in your eyes, so you're connected. And awesome. uh, yeah, wow. you look happy, man. That was fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I hope that you all got that experience. And if you did, go back and do it again. Donovan, what can people do to create the momentum today after listening to this to incorporate meditation into your life? My biggest uh, advice is to start slow and easy. Uh, we have a tendency to jump in and say, and it would be great if you could do this 20 minutes a day, twice a day. But the reality is it's going to be challenging for a lot of people to stay consistent with that. So what I would encourage you to do is do a meditation like we just did. Find something that works for you. There are different techniques like focusing specifically on the breath or the vibration of sound, but find one that works for you. And start for three minutes a day. If you can do three minutes twice a day, that would be wonderful. Just start with that and try to stay consistent because to have the consistency in the practice is where you're going to really start to see the benefits and literally the brain changes in a matter of months. The chemistry, the structure of the brain changes and the way that uh, those patterns that we talked about, the samskara, can potentially change. So it's the consistency. So start to do it three minutes a day, twice a day if you can, morning and evening, and then you'll feel a pull to continue with the meditation because you'll start to feel how it feels and the experience can be truly wonderful. I also just want to remind you, don't try to manufacture a certain feeling. I want to encourage you to sit with what is. So if you're anxious, sit with the anxiety. If you're depressed, sit with the depression. So just sit with who you authentically are in that moment, in that day, in this incarnation, in this life, and just be with what is just be with what is 
and then use the technique of either concentration on the vibration of sound and just be there and let it be what it is. And then probably most likely with consistency, you will move into those states of absolute absorption. And it's there that there is so much uh, receptivity to the healing capabilities of divinity. So keep it up, stay consistent, start slow and easy and, uh, and build up from there. That's awesome. How can everybody stay in touch with you? And All right. find out uh, more about you, yeah. about Amplified Yoga and your meditation classes. So I'm uh, Amplified Yoga everywhere. So you can find uh, AmplifiedYoga.com, Amplified Yoga on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and then from there you can see I've got uh, meditations on the Unplug app, which are wonderful. And I'll be doing teacher trainings for Amplified Yoga, uh, which incorporates so many of the things we've talked about um, in many different ways, physicalization, vocalization, inspiration. And um, so Amplified Yoga is where you can find me, and I'd love to meet anybody who is interested in uh, living authentically, healthily, vibrantly, and truthfully. That's awesome. Well, this is why I had you on here. You've added so much value to the listeners, to me, and I would love to have you back at some other point to talk more about something you've got up your sleeve, maybe a, a lecture or workshop, uh, maybe a retreat, mm-hmm. um, and help to promote that and get more people involved in this because I think it's invaluable, everybody. Uh, just in that short three, four minutes, I feel amazing. And uh, I know you will too, and it is about being healthy and fit. Uh, it's from the inside out. If you can feel it, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. So thank you, Donovan, for being here. Everybody, thank you for listening and tuning in once again. We are all healthy and fit. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And one more thing before you take off. Would you like to receive a short email from me one time a week on Fridays? Five to Thrive Fridays is a way for me to keep you expanding your health and fitness with five of the coolest things that I find interesting ideas that I've been thinking about. Health and fitness books, trends, foods, recipes, supplements, anything to keep you feeling healthy and fit over the weekend and beyond. Visit stevejordan.com and click on the hashtag I am healthy and fit to leave your email address. And one more important note, if you found this podcast motivating, inspiring, or educational, please share with your family, your friends, coworkers, or anyone that you know who needs to improve their health or fitness. Take a screenshot of this podcast and share on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or any other social media platform. Taking the initiative to share not only helps the people you share it with, but it will help you because the law of giving to get. You see, when you give with generosity and without expectation, you will receive more for doing so. And this holds true when you want to be healthy and fit, my friends. This is another exercise that I prescribe to all of my clients. And those that have taken it on have undoubtedly seen the most results. So please, take a few more minutes of your time and do it now. Thank you again for listening. I am healthy and fit.